guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. In today's lesson, we're looking at a Section 3 General Training Reading. But because it's Section 3, of course, it's also useful uh, practice for the academic test. And it's certainly an interesting reading because it, it kind of combines the two types of reading that I talk about in the test. One of them is the chronological structure, which is easy to follow because it goes in order of time. And the other is the more academic style text, which poses a question that is answered in the rest of the text. And this certainly happens here. It's called Dinosaurs and the, secret, the Secrets They Still Hold. So it's one of those texts where you see a lot of quite difficult words because they're names of dinosaurs. But of course, you don't need to worry about them. And I can't even pronounce them. So I apologize in advance. It talks about dinosaur expert, Dr. Steve Brusat. That's the subtitle. So that tells us he's writing this and he continues to investigate the mysteries surrounding these fascinating prehistoric creatures. Now that in itself suggests that he's going to be trying to answer some of the mysteries, <laughs> the problems, the things we can't understand about dinosaurs. Um, he introduces it um, with a paragraph to kind of get our interest. It's, it's a real story about what they found, the paleontologists, so the dinosaur experts, and what they found in China. They found this new species, and they said it looked like a strange bird. It was the size of a sheep. It had feathers, a beak, and it was called the mud dragon because it was covered in rock and ancient mud. And they, they found it while they were excavating a site to build a school. So that kind of just gets our interest in this strange, as he calls it, the strange creature or strange bird. Then he goes back a little bit to talk about how any child who loved dinosaurs would love to find a completely new species. But he kind of explains that it isn't unusual anymore to find new dinosaurs. They're, they find about 50 each year. And this is actually getting faster. This uh, pace shows no sign of slowing. Um, but that introduces the sentence, there are still many unsolved mysteries. So we can expect to find some speculation and some evidence and some answers. So then the chronological uh, structure starts. He talks about how dinosaurs started out. And obviously, they weren't massive Tyrannosaurus rex types. Um, they evolved from a species called dinosauromorphs, dinosauromorphs, which were small and rare until they developed into dinosaurs. 
Then paragraph four tells us about some discoveries in the 1970s where they found another strange bird-like creature. And why is he telling us that? Because this discovery helped us realise that dinosaurs were actually more dynamic and intelligent than previously thought. And in this paragraph, he talks about the theories of paleontologists and how they have to rely on fossils because they can't be observed. The dinosaurs are extinct, so they have to get all their evidence from fossils. But of course, different paleontologists get different or conclude um, different results from studying the fossils. That's that's a kind of problem. Um, then it introduces the kind of solution again that because they found this discovery in the 1970s of this bird-like Deinonychus, it helped strengthen the theory that birds evolved from dinosaurs. So that's why this discovery was important. Um, and then in the late 90s, they found thousands of feather-covered dinosaurs and that kind of confirmed that birds evolved from dinosaurs. But this raises another question. And why? <laughs> why did dinosaurs develop feathers? And again, there are some uh, opinions about this, that possibly um, they, they used these to display, to attract mates or to scare off rivals. Um, he mentions a species like an ostrich, which was too large to fly. So maybe flight came about by accident when they leapt into the air. They realized that they could use their feathers to help them maybe go from tree to tree. Um, and he says this is one of the most stimulating new ideas about dinosaurs and fascinating area for further investigation. There is one thing, so coming to the close, he says that these feathers can definitely tell us is what colour the dinosaurs were. And he talks about the thing called melanosomes and they were different shapes according to their colour. So that, again, has certain implications. And he says dinosaurs probably came in a rainbow of colours, which is yet another proof that they are linked to modern birds. The final paragraph leaves us with the most enduring mystery of all. So he starts, that's his first line, and he says, um, this has been argued about ever since dinosaur fossils were found. And the question is, why aren't dinosaurs around today? And he, he simply says, well, there's a very clear explanation. There was an asteroid. It landed in Mexico. It caused earthquakes, tidal waves, hurricane force winds. And this is what made them extinct. And he says there's no mystery about this. The asteroid did it and did it quickly. None of them survived apart from a few birds and they then evolved into new creatures, including apes. And so the long journey began to the beginning of humankind. 
So that is the whole story. And the reason I wanted to tell you the whole story was to show you how you can use this structure to really quickly find these answers. So the first set of questions are gap fill. And it, the heading says the discovery of Tong Tian Long. So because it's a strange word, that Tong Tian Long, it's in italics. And you can see it's introduced there in the first paragraph where it talked about the discovery. And you just look at that one paragraph. That is it. But I'd like to stress how important these key vocabulary words are for IELTS. I've said it a hundred times before. I'll say it again. The only way that you can find this quickly is by these synonyms. Uh, well, apart from the unusual word, but you know where to end because the gap fill summary ends with the word something was being dug. Dug, third form of to dig. If you look at the paragraph, the synonym is excavate a site. So you know that that paragraph is contained or those questions, you don't need to waste time looking through the rest of the text. The whole summary is contained in one paragraph. So let's look at it. It says, the spe this species of dinosaur has only recently been found in an area of China. Scientists believe that it was bird-like in appearance and probably no bigger than a something. So this is a question about its size. You quickly look and it says it was about the size of a sheep. And that is the word sheep. No S, of course. It's an irregular plural. Oh, actually here it's a singular, so that's fine. It's a sheep. 29 says it is thought to have eaten something. So you're quickly looking for something that it ate. And it says uh, a sharp beak that it probably used to crack open shellfish. That's it. Shellfish, one word is the answer. Now, in the Members Academy, I do have a full list of the words which come up often, and one of them is animals indeed. So we had 28 is sheep, 29 is shellfish, and this is why I, I emphasize how important it is to learn uh, things like the different types of animals, mammals, fish, birds, all of that kind of biology-related vocabulary is really essential for IELTS to help you understand a lot of what it says. I mean, even here, the question 30 says, and it used its something to get through their hard exterior. So we know that they probably ate shellfish. So what did they use to get through the shells of the shellfish? And you could guess it. But go back to the text and it says it had a sharp beak. Now, here's a trick. A sharp beak is two words. You go back and you check. Oh, only one word. So which word do you choose? Sharp or beak? Well, of course, it used its beak.
to get through the hard exterior. The fossil of Tong Tian Long was found surrounded by something under the ground. So what was it surrounded by? It says it was found in rock that had hardened from ancient mud. Now here's a trick. What was it found in? Was it found in the rock or was it found in mud? Tricky. It was mud originally, but the mud hardened. Remember my word formation? We've talked a lot about how they use word forms. Harden, strengthen, soften. Very often in these IELTS gap fills. So this is mud that had hardened into rock. So rock is the correct answer. It was found surrounded by rock under the ground where the foundations of a new something were being dug. So what were they digging or, or what were they making foundations of when they found it? So it says it was found a few months ago when workmen were excavating a site in order to build a school. So you've got a choice between were they building a site or a school? And look at the gap again. It says where the foundations of a new something were being dug. So a new school is the answer. Yes, they were excavating a site. That is just the ground, but they were building a new school. So that's your gap fill summary and that takes up our paragraph one. Now, when you look at the next set of five questions, they are multiple choice. There's 33 and then 34 says in the fourth paragraph. So again, we know where to limit ourselves. 33 is limited to paragraph two and paragraph three. It says, what does the writer suggest about finding new dinosaurs? So you go to paragraph two, where he talks about finding new dinosaurs. The four choices are, A, many scientists dream of being able to do so one day. And you look and you, you think, okay, it's every dinosaur-obsessed child's dearest wish to discover and name a completely new species. So it's a child's dream, but not many scientists, not grown-up adult scientists. Um, B says it is probable that most of have now been discovered. And the paragraph says absolutely not. Um, they're finding new ones all the time and it's increasing the speed at which they find new ones. C, people are running out of places to look for them. Again, absolutely not. He says there's plenty. And D, it is becoming relatively common to dig one up. And that is your answer. He says um, 50 each year and there's a plentiful supply. Nice collocation there. A plentiful supply. So 33, the answer is D. 
34 takes us straight to in the fourth paragraph, so we don't need to read the third one. And it says, what does the writer suggest about paleontologists? Now, remember, this was the one where he said that although they might have different opinions, they have to only rely on the fossils themselves as evidence. Um, so A says they should study the fossilized bones of dinosaurs more closely. You can see the trick here because the last line says more studies are needed to provide more clarity. That's a pretty common uh, recommendation in any uh, academic-based article. Never, there's never enough research that has been done. They always say we need to do more research. But he's not saying that the scientists should study the bones more closely. That would be, well, quite critical. And um, it, it's not in the text. B says their theories are based on evidence that can be interpreted in different ways. Well, I think we've seen that very clearly. Um, he says uh, some paleontologists think uh, that these dinosaurs grew fast, just like modern warm-blooded animals. But other paleontologists use the same fossils to suggest that dinosaurs were cold-blooded. So, yeah, the same evidence, but different theories. So the answer is B. Um, the trick in C says it is impossible to have any confidence in the proposals they have made. Well, no, he doesn't say that at all. And D, it is worrying that they still cannot agree about the dinosaur's body temperature. No, he doesn't suggest it is worrying or impossible. He just says it's, it's a fact. So those, there were some kind of emotional language uh, there, like it is worrying or they should, as if it's critical. And normally I would say that they stand out because in academic texts, they, they rarely have this kind of emotional language. But when we go to question 35, it says, when describing the theory of how dinosaurs began to fly, so this is the next paragraph about how they began to fly, You've got four uh, emotions, and maybe because they don't often use emotion, you could guess the answer. It says the writer is A, amused. I'll tell you the full thing in a minute. B, surprised. C, excited. Or D, confused. So you're looking for either A, the writer is laughing, he's amused. B, surprised. C, excited. Or D, confused. You're looking for one of those emotions. Well, as we said, he's not really amused, A, that their flight came about by chance. There's not something really... Well, he doesn't say it's funny, basically. Um, he doesn't show any surprise for the reasons given why they developed feathers. He simply describes it as a fact. Now, C says excited by the different possibilities it holds for future research. Well, you can imagine a scientist is passionate 
about dinosaurs and research. So you can imagine they would be quite excited by these discoveries. And yes, he says, this is one of the most stimulating new notions about dinosaurs and a fascinating area for further investigation. This idea that they started flying by accident, he says, is a fascinating area for further research. And so excited is stimulated, fascinating is the possibilities. Yes, so the answer is C. Um, 36 comes on to the colour paragraph about melanosomes. You don't need to know that word. In fact, it's explained for you and it says you can see tiny blobs called melanosomes. These structures contain melanin, one of the main colour producing pigments in animals. So even if you don't know any of those words, you can guess that these things in the microscope tell us what colour the animals were. Um, what we're looking for, 36, is one significance of these melanosomes. So the choices are, A, they provide further evidence of where birds evolved from. B, are only found in certain parts of the world. C, can be clearly seen in most fossilised feathers and D are only found in certain birds and dinosaurs. So with multiple choice I often say to cross off two completely wrong answers and the two completely wrong ones are quite similar. B and D say that they are only found in certain parts of the world and D they are only found in certain birds and dinosaurs. Well, there's no mention of that at all because they say um, that they're found in all animals. So that would be everywhere. So we've either got C, they can be clearly seen in most fossilized feathers. Doesn't mention that actually. Um, what does it say? A few years ago, some realize you could find melanosomes in particularly well-preserved fossil feathers. Hmm. They discovered that different dinosaurs had different melanosomes, which meant they had a variety of colors. Dinosaurs, therefore, probably came, from, came in a rainbow of colors, yet another thing that links them to modern birds. So that gives us the answer A further evidence that birds came from dinosaurs. So it's not C because C says most feathers. There's no mention of quantity or ratio or a few or many. Um, yeah. 37. Which of the following best summarizes the writer's point in the final paragraph? So focus only on the final paragraph where he talks mainly about why they died out. He says why aren't dinosaurs around today and the whole paragraph talks about the um, uh, meteor asteroid he calls it yes. So 
A, scientists are right to continue questioning the effects of the asteroid. He doesn't say it. B, large flightless dinosaurs may have existed after the asteroid hit. He doesn't really say that. He says birds um, existed after the asteroid hit. Um, what does he say? None survived except a few birds and some small furry mammals. So it's not B. C, the dinosaurs were already declining before the asteroid hit. Um, no, the opposite. He says there are few signs. Oh, good. I found another example of few. Few, I've, I've put in a few blogs now. This few is negative because it's not there are a few signs oh gosh yes yeah, such a good example here actually few basically means hardly any not many signs that dinosaurs were struggling and so that just that grammar word tells us that c is wrong they were not declining um, and then finally, D, the effects of the asteroid strike killed most dinosaurs. That's it, pretty much exactly what he says in the whole paragraph, that the asteroid or the, its effects killed most dinosaurs. That is the answer. So that brings us, imagine you're getting really tired now at the end of the test and you've just got three left. And you look at this and you would, I think I would probably just skip this, to be honest. When you look at it, I think that would, I don't know. But when you have the answers, you see how easy it is. So you've got the list of four dinosaurs that are mentioned in the text. A is the Tong Tian Long, the thing they discovered. B is Tyrannosaurus Rex, the huge dinosaur that's famous. C is the Deinonychus, which is the one they discovered in the 1970s um, that helped them think that birds came from dinosaurs. And D is the Omythomimosaur, um, which is only mentioned once, quite briefly but easy to find. Okay, so you've got those four and you've got three sentences you have to match. 38, it may have used its feathers to frighten off members of the same species. So it's that whole paragraph about why did they have feathers? And you go back and you find that it says these feathers were probably for display. So you've got the language of speculation there. It may have used its feathers. These feathers were probably for display to attract mates or scare off rivals. So scare off, synonym is frighten, rivals is members of the same species. And that gives us the answer C, which is this ornithomosaur. <laughs> yes, D. And then the same goes for 39. This species resembles a large flightless bird that exists today. So you're on exactly the same sentence where it says they appeared 
in species such as the ostrich-like ornithomysaur. Ostrich-like, so it's like an ostrich. So both 38 and 39 relate to the same dinosaur. Finally, 40. Finding this species made scientists revise their opinion of the brain power of dinosaurs. Well, if you remember, the biggest discovery in 1970 proved that dinosaurs were far more dynamic and intelligent than previously thought. So this was a key discovery in the 1970s and it belonged to the Deinonychus, which the answer is C. All right, so that was a part three. It's never easy, but quite interesting and quite easy to break down when you're looking at it. Lots of key vocabulary here. Just a quick run through talks about ancient mud, fossil remains, excavating a site, unsolved mysteries. They evolved, they remained rare, they became dominant. Um, opinions are mixed, warm-blooded creatures, cold-blooded reptiles. Um, they rely on studying fossils. Um, the discovery helped to strengthen the theory the birds evolved from dinosaurs um, to scare off rivals. Um, what else? That's about it. The enduring mystery, earthquakes, tidal waves, extinction, and apes and humankind. Yeah, so it's, it's a very, very typical IELTS uh, reading. Um, of course, the topic of dinosaurs comes up quite a lot. I have a listening on my website about the Dinosaur Museum. And there's a lot of similar language, this kind of Latin terms in, in a reading I've done about the history of the tortoise, 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 um, which is in a previous podcast. I'll put the links in this one for you.